Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Hello there, it's Jamila Jamel. Take a deep breath. Let your breath out slowly to the count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Do you feel better? Well, on my podcast, I Way, this month we'll be exploring ways to tackle mental health and feel better with guests like Simon Sinek from The Optimism Company, therapist Vienna Farron, comedian Neil Brennan, and many more. Listen to I Way wherever you get your podcasts. TV I say with Ashley Ray another episode another episode of TV I say with Ashley Ray another episode another episode of TV I say with Hey TV Club Today, we're diving right into the 90 Day Fiancé universe. As you know, we have tell-alls coming up, finales coming up. It is a huge episode about 90 Day. Hooray! You're going to hear from Jerry O'Connell, who is also obsessed with 90 Day Fiancé, just as obsessed as you, my dear listener. He's going to join us later. But right now, my guest is Rory, who is a good friend of mine and probably the only person who knows just as much as I do about 90 Day Fiancé. How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. This season, it's uh, it's strange. I didn't expect to sort of enjoy watching Big Ed. <laughs> Did not expect it. We'll get into Happily Ever After, The Single Life. Other than 90 Day Fiance, are there any TV shows you're watching right now? Um, I've just finished the British Married at First Sight, which was really good. Oh, I got to get into that. And, you know, I know you're embarking on your below deck journey. So that's a constant as well. Yes. And I do owe that journey to you. You're the one who who showed me where to begin with below deck. And now I'm obsessed. See, it's a cultural exchange. That's a good segue into the 90 Day Fiance talk, because when we met, uh, they had just started 90 Day UK. Yes. Which was a mess to me. If you're not familiar, 90 Day UK, this was people from other countries who were going to the UK to marry a British person. And it was like 10 episodes. It was such a weird season. It seemed like it was going to work. And then they just were kind of like, we don't really have stories for these people. Let's just wrap the show up. What did you think of it? It was it was a confusing thing. And I think most people I know that watched it had the same thing. They're like, wait. That, that was the final episode. Like I kind of realized only halfway through, I was like, wait, they're wrapping everything up, but they're not wrapping everything up. They're just kind of like dotting the, dotting the I's, but not really crossing the T's. Um, I wanted to tell all, maybe British people are just too put together. Like, you know, they don't have an Angela. There was no big Ed. It was just like very polite people who were like, I don't know, he might be lying to me. So I'm just going to like think about it. And that was all the drama. <laughs> but also, yeah, I mean, I mean, there was, um, what's it, what's the girl from the Midlands, but he was with, she was with the Japanese guy. Um, oh yeah. And it was just kind of, that guy was so bizarre. It was, it was the most fascinatingly vague person I've ever met in my, I've ever seen in my entire life. 
Yeah, I wanted a full background episode on him. I was just like, he was like, oh, I make money from YouTube videos I made 15 years ago. And like, what? What is your job? And he just wouldn't answer the question. Didn't he do like carpentry videos or something? Yeah, he was like, I do carpentry videos. And she was like, well, are you a carpenter? And he was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Just him Uh, shopping for wood. That is the magic of 90 Day Fiance. Sadly, I guess 90 Day UK did not recapture it i don't think we'll get another season well no apparently they apparently they renewed it i think but oh. the, the thing the thing is about it is it's only the ending that was disappointing as it was going on it was it was refreshing because it, it seemed a lot more authentic there was a lot less kind of you know fakery behind the scenes and kind of like yes and it's all seemed very very like the early days of the american war it's very yeah, sweet yeah. it's very it's very about people that are kind of like in these doomed holiday romances have gone too far but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's it, lit- that's the story yeah, it had that freshness of like, oh, these aren't people who want Instagram followers. These are people who are like, oh, no, I really did get a woman pregnant in another country. And I am a janitor who makes like $10 an hour. Yeah. Then now on, in America, we have Happily Ever After and The Single Life Running. Are you watching both? I'm watching both. I haven't watched this week's Single Life as in today's one, I guess. Tonight, um, yeah. But, but I'm, caught, I'm caught up on Happily Ever After. Did, did it? Don't worry, I did my due diligence. And, uh, <laughs> Thank you. I watched it before the show. We take it very seriously here on TV, I say. Oh. What are you feeling about Happily Ever After right now? <laughs> um, I think I described you as like, it's, I've enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It feels like what I imagined marital sex is like. It's kind of like you, you just you check in that one once a week, and you just kind of grit your teeth till it's over because you feel like you kind of have to get through get through get through it. You make marriage sound so great. I know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I used to do reviews of Happily Ever After for Vulture, and so many readers were just like, "We don't support Big Ed. We don't support Angela. She's racist. Like, we don't want this coverage." So I was like, "Okay, I'll switch to single life coverage." But this season has been so good, I kind of regret that I don't get to, like, talk about what's happening with Ed and Liz. Um, yeah, well, it's kind of like, you. I mean, we always know, knew he was he was awful, but it's kind of like, she is pretty dreadful, too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I want to say, like, he made her awful, but I don't think so. I think she just... He's definitely brought something out in her, I think. Ed and Angela are the same. They, they just want to isolate their partner. Yeah. And that's <laughs> pretty fucked up. Yeah. And if you haven't caught up on Ed and Liz's drama this this season, basically Ed has given away his entire family so he can be with Liz because they all hate her. Because they've broken up eight times. Eight. They've broken up eight times prior to him this current season. But they go along with this engagement party. It's fun. Everyone's having a good time. And then at the end, like one of Liz's lesbian friends, like says something to her and puts her arm on Liz. It seems like she said something like, are you sure about this? I don't know about Ed. And Liz gets mad, kicks her out of the party. And that makes Ed believe that Liz is actually a lesbian who's been cheating on him with this girl. Even though later we find out that girl is engaged to another woman and has no interest in Liz. And this creates like one of the best fights I've ever seen in 90 Day Fiance history. And also I met a producer who worked on this episode. Uh, They were shooting in like San Diego. Liz like starts running out of the party. And the girl that worked on this episode told me that they had no idea she was going to run. Usually these things are pretty staged. They kind of know what's going to happen. And Liz just like starts running a mile and the entire camera crew had to (laughs) run after her. And they're literally just like 
do you want us to like take your shoes? Do you want us to like grab your phone? Like at one point she just like left her phone on like a tree stump and just like kept running. And then finally they get back home and have this wild argument where she's just like, you have a little dick. And he's like, you're the worst person I've ever met. It is just, it felt like a marriage story. It was like right up there with just pure art. Well, that's it. With with constructive reality, you can kind of, you can, you can control the edit, you can control the narrative. But when people are genuinely pissed drunk on that level you can't you you have you completely lose control and it was i was surprised how much of it they screamed and it was kind of like yeah it's it's essentially telling the world he has a small penis yeah it seemed like one of those things where even a producer would be like yo this is too much like yo stop like i think you know and no they just were like let him do it i did love that liz was like oh you want the stupid ring because as she was running she like threw the ring into a bush and she's like i'm gonna go get the ring and the producers clearly are like this drunk woman is never gonna find this (laughs) ring we're just gonna record it it'll be silly and then she finds the ring they probably put it away for safekeeping at some point surely but yeah the the magic of television i like to believe that she was just like i know the exact bush and I'm going to get it, give this guy his ring back, and continue to make fun of his tiny dick. (laughs) (laughs) They're the best story to me in Happily Ever After, which is sad because I know a lot of viewers boycott Ed. They don't want him on the show anymore. And it's just like, it's good TV. Well, he's 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 getting, I mean, you know, I'm not endorsing the way she speaks to him or treats him, but he is sort of getting his just desserts a little. Exactly. That's why you don't feel bad. It's like, let him keep going through this. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, didn't he propose because his dog died? <laughs> yes. He literally yeah. was like, we had broken up for the seventh time and then my dog died. So I was like, I don't want to be alone. And this week there was the, um, the, the dog whisperer who was kind of like de facto um, marriage counselor, <laughs> their second yeah. marriage counselor in, in the space of a week. And I love how the counselor is just like, Ed, have you ever considered that maybe you can't control everything your partner does? And he's just like, wow, that's really shocking. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love a, a shady dog whisperer? So who are your other favorite couples on Happily Ever After right now? Favorite's a stretch, but um, <laughs> I'm, I, I do, I, I enjoy, um, I mean, it's kind of like back and forth, but uh, Jovi and Yara, I, I enjoy her a lot because she's she's low-key very funny and very yeah, sarcastic. Oh. She's so funny. I love them together. I I don't know if I love them together, but I do love her. They're yeah. one of the couples, when they first came on, I was really rooting for them. I was like, they're really in love. And now I think Jovi is just like, I just wanted a hot woman who would like be in my house. I think she likes the kind of like, I mean, they don't have kind of like big blazing row conflict, but I think she likes, you see them when they're kind of like on the, you know, when they have the kind of to camera things, when they're sat on the couch, like they, they, they like, they they make each other laugh at the dumb things they do. Like they yeah. have a good time together. And like not to rank cutest children on the show, but I will say their daughter Mila is probably top three. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's an adorable little kid. And I just... I don't know. The whole thing with her wanting to get an apartment in Prague is is weird to me. Like, I don't she has to be in America for a certain number of days, but she seems so sure that Jovi is just going to, like, divorce her and leave her. Her mom has been uprooted from Ukraine. Like, you know, he's away all the time. So, you know, and she's just left kind of on her own kind of in wood, as it were. (laughs) But because they're they're not like anywhere. They're not in a big city, right? They're they're kind of outside. Yeah, they're like outside of New Orleans or Baton Rouge now. And, you know, all she really has is uh, Miss Gwen, uh, Jovi's mom. And and then she did have like her friends, like her little 
like the, the, her blonde crew of friends who like were encouraged. Yeah, they seem to have been edited out because one of them got busted for drug trafficking. <laughs> exactly. Like she had. And it's like they just cut them out of the rest of it because like, yeah, she got arrested for drug trafficking. And I'm like, how did you meet this girl? Yar? What is happening? <laughs> I want that story. They should have worked it into the season. I'm finding Angela and Michael impossible to watch because it's just it's just a feedback loop, isn't it? Yeah, it's just the constant screaming. The only part I liked was when her friend was just like, let me be the ref here. She was just like, Michael, come over here. I was like, she should host the tell all because she knows how to get these people like on track. The friend has real scammer energy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This friend, like, where did she come from? Yeah. We have seen Angela on this show for like, what, six something years now. And we have never seen this friend. All of a sudden, she just pops up. They did tell the origin story. Oh, I missed this, I guess. Oh, they were, I think it was an airport and they paid off a security guard to let them smoke in the bathroom together. That is the only, yeah, that is how you meet Angela. Yeah, so that's how Angela meets her new scammer friend. But um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm drinking a Angela right now, which is a, which is a cocktail I've invented, which is three shots of yep. vodka and a, and a Heineken. And a Heineken, yes. Yeah. Famously Angela's favorite drink. Oh, I should have joined you. I should have done my three shots. of. Don't worry, it's actually water. Oh, good, good, good. I mean, hey, you're it's like 530 where you are. So it's true. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. She has such scammer energy. And I love that every time they go to her, she's just like either like drinking free drinks at the bar or something like she's just trying to enjoy this luxurious resort. And I want to be like, is Angela paying for this? Is she paying for your room? It's just brilliant. And like she's wearing this incredible tiger print. They just really do have good energy. But I think it wasn't until this last episode when Angela is like screaming until her voice is hoarse that this friend realized like oh this bitch is crazy but she does that thing where she where where michael is talking when they're one-on-one and she's like listening and sympathetic to his cause and everything and then angela comes and is angela and she's like is this true michael (laughs) instantly takes angela's side because she knows she'd be a fool not to yeah and it's like well oh well technically yes i did say i delete the instagram and lied but it was a lie of love which Beautiful, Michael. Beautiful attempt to twist that. A lie of love. Gorgeous. And then as they're all at this pool drinking, she's yelling. The like a waiter walks up behind them, like with Angela's drink, the three shot, and he just is standing there like, I would pay money to not be here. And I love Angela's um insistence that Michael is the one using her for sex. That's definitely how it goes. Oh yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. not two-way street. No. Still to come this episode, Jerry O'Connell will join you for a lot more big ed love as 90 Day Fiance is his fave. Uh, and if you're a fan of Star Trek Lower Decks, he has a lot of news for you. You're gonna want to stick around for that. But up next, Rory and I will get into 90 Day Fiance single life. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. TV, I say. So Single Life, let's, let's talk a bit about it. Do you think Deb and Tony are for real? I think so, yeah. I, I mean, they're get, they're moving very, very fast, but at the same time, I don't know. Maybe it's when when you're at that age and you kind of, or maybe being like being without without love for a while, you're kind of you're very aware, like acute, more aware of what you want. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, they they seem cute to me. I mean, it's very yeah. Moving in together seems pretty, seems pretty rash, but yeah. you know, also why not? You're you know. You've been essentially abandoned by Cole. Yeah. Um, who now like resembles like he's <laughs> kind of like hobo Keith Raniere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He looks like a grand wizard now. I don't it seemed like he was really working on himself and then he just like got married and gave up. He was just like, I'm over it, like I'm barely on the show anymore. <laughs> well both yeah, Colt and Big Ed both have that same defense. Like, well, I've been to therapy now, like they're in like I've I've done six sessions of better help and I'm fixed. Yeah. <laughs> so I I know I'm in the right now, mom, and you suck. I don't know. When Deb was just like like after three days was like, I love you, I just wanted to be like, girl, get off the floor. Get up, girl. No, no, you cannot do this. Come on. I know. It's 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 it seems a lot better. I, th- I think he's into it. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, he clearly has a house, so there's no obvious scam. Like, clearly Debbie's not, like, rolling in money. She, like, can't even afford her own apartment. So, maybe it's always love. it's always cuter when it's old people. It is. <laughs> all, all these things you'd be, you'd be screaming at the TV, like, do not move in. You've just met. Don't engage, get engaged after two weeks. You're crazy. But, like, you're like, oh, you know what? Fine. You've earned it. You've, you've, yeah. you've had, you've had, you have an awful son um, who, who you are now finally kind of eliminating from your, you're, you're no longer living with. Yeah. Sure. I just, just want to be like, Debbie, don't let him grab your ass on TV. Debbie, like... Mm. They were fully groping on the bed and I wanted to be like, you can tell the cameraman to leave you guys. Like you don't, we don't need to see this. Who else do you like from Single Life? Natalie, um, I can't not watch because it's just real time train wreck. Yeah. Natalie is, I mean, she's 90 day, I think royalty at this point. Like I had a, when it was just her and Mike and they were kind of stuck in that loop, I got, I got sick of them. I wanted them off the show. Now that it's just Natalie single, I'm all about it. Every misunderstanding she has is my favorite thing. Like when the one girl was like, well, you know, you guys are going to get to know each other, like the layers, like a Russian doll. And she's like, I'm Ukrainian. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I wasn't saying you're a Russian doll. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm saying like, as I'm, and then the girl just clearly was like, I give up. Like, yeah, sure. You're, you're Ukrainian. Sorry. And apparently she doesn't mind people drinking anymore. No, no. Yeah. And she drinks now. Like that was yeah. a whole thing with Mike. And also now she's like so desperate to have a kid. But with Mike, she was just like, yeah, we probably won't have kids. I don't care. But now she's pursuing this kind of bottle service fuckboy. You have some interesting theories about Josh. I He's just got a kind of crypto bro bottle service energy to me. Like he just seems like the kind of guy that like a model agent. But is he a model agent? Right. I think he's like one of the model agents who like just talks to a bunch of girls on Instagram. Or he's the guy that brings girls to the club. Oh, yeah. Right. That's what I think he is. And it's just, I don't know why he's putting up with her. Like, it has to be, like you said, so he can just, like, get followers or, like, get more famous. Because he clearly doesn't love her. 
But he's making it look like he does. I don't know. It's confusing. Yeah, I mean, he did introduce her to the ex-wife, which yeah. one of my favorite moments. Oh, one of my because I just love to see Natalie torn down. And this ex-wife. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> sorry. She's an evil person. But like this ex-wife is just like, yeah, you're very different from the other women he dates, you know, like old. <laughs> I was like, you can see that Natalie wants to fight this woman. And she is like, don't don't do this in front of Josh. Just like stay cool. You are on a boat. Yeah. Like, you will get caught. There are cameras if you kill this woman. And the woman is just like, yeah, you know, you're just like old, very different, not very like funny or anything. I mean, he normally dates people who are like, you know, cool, interesting, yeah. funny. And you're just like so different from that, Natalie. It's it's really interesting. But that's the thing. She, she, is, she's dev- she is devoid of personality. Like, I don't yeah. think I've ever like seen her laugh about anything well apart from like in that kind of manic yeah oh her evil laugh yeah yeah her evil laugh it's, it's like hyster- it's like it's kind of hysterical laugh it's kind of like oh okay <laughs> what's happening yeah here? where it's like what was funny what yeah. what i'm afraid what is i yeah I'm, I'm very happy they kept natalie in and i guess uh mike is coming back next week she's gonna go see mike and i think the episode title is something wood related as well it's kind of like um where is it oh, it's called back to the wood yes back to the wood which which they messed up because it should be back to wood yeah <laughs> if, you, if you're gonna go for Natalie I really always was team Mike I thought he was like a sweet guy who like would have made it work with her I thought it was sweet that he like reached out because of everything in Ukraine and then I was like oh, Natalie's gonna take advantage I think they're not divorced <laughs> and he could still like revoke her visa and send her back and so she'll like occasionally just try to be nice to him to be like no let me like live in Miami like and sleep with other people she's being like Mohammed yeah, yeah. another uh <laughs> Another one of the 90 day greatest of all time. Uh, greatest greatest supervillain of all time, I think. I still have a hard time calling Mohammed a villain. Well, he, he should just leave her alone, I think. Yes, I think at this point he should just leave her alone. But I think like, what was her name again? Debbie? No. Oh, no. Um, uh, Mohammed and Danielle. Danielle. And, like Danielle lied to him about like living in a house when she like lived in a trailer, lied about her job when she'd like gotten fired and had a criminal record. And then when he got here, she would like lock him in the bedroom if he didn't have sex with her. Like. I did enjoy her on Single Life, though, because I, I was fascinated by her renter friends. Yeah, that was. I really wish they brought her back. But I think at this point, her family is like, you need to just stay away from reality TV but it was so clear they just kind of like walked around town and were like, hey, are you willing to talk to this girl and pretend to be her friend for money? Yeah. And we have Ton- and Tonya's on Single Life now. And <laughs> actually, she may- is she- is she's, up- she's up there in the villains, isn't she? I think Tonya's a villain. I, yeah. I mean, I'm Team Sinjin just because I think he's hot. Um, and it's like, I don't I feel like Sinjin never lied to her. He was always like, I'm a child. I don't want kids yet. I want to travel. And she was just like, so I will force you to have a kid. But she's that kind of person who kind of identifies uh, I'm a free spirit, which means like I I will do whatever I want in a kind of the most selfish way possible. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like go like half yeah halfway through their ninety days, she went off to wherever it was. Yeah, to, like Costa Rica to learn Costa, about I don't know yeah. her herbs or something, and just left him alone with her mom. And it's like you're a horrible person. I get like she was dating this guy in Single Life, but it just felt so fake the whole time because I think she's still in love with Sinjin. But like in the between seasons, she was like she started in OnlyFans where she would just make videos where she made out with her half sister. Oh, 
which is weird. It is weird and gross. It's very weird. It's very weird. And then this season on Single Life, she brought her sister, her half sister, uh, comes in to this uh, this week's episode. So sorry to spoil this for you tonight, (laughs) but we get to meet her half sister. And she's like, well, technically we didn't grow up together, so we're more like friends. So it's really not weird. And I'm just like, I don't want to know where this is going now. I don't want to know. Are they addressing it on the show? I think like they bring her in to kind of address it to be like, well, we're not real sisters. So if you were weirded out by that stuff I did between seasons, don't be. Oh, Christ. And instead it just is even weirder. And where is she now? She's she's traveling again, isn't she's she? She's traveling again. I think she might be in Argentina. I think, yeah, I, I think I also told you before, my, my theory is that she just goes wherever vaccination is not ne- <laughs> not mandatory. Right. Uh, yes. she has, she's, she, yeah, I'm, I'm sure she's an anti-vaxxer. Oh, yeah. She's one of those people who's like, I just, I don't want a government science project in my body. I can fix COVID with an herbal recipe I learned from Costa Rica. <sighs> Have you tried cannabis oil? Yeah, have you? It'll work. Like, that is 100% her. And now Sinjin is, like, dating some Instagram model. And, yeah. He started OnlyFans, too. I mean, that's more appealing. Right. Right. I I know a few people who signed up for it. Apparently, it's not that impressive. They haven't shared the the login with you, then? No. But I was like, (laughs) if you want to... I am sure, curious. I am take, take, take a screen grab. I don't know. <laughs> is there any other thoughts you have on single life? Personally, I think everyone else is kind of boring. Tiffany, boring me. I am so sick of, oh, what's her name? Veronica? Yeah. I am so sick of her. Like, it's, yeah. she's clearly just creating fake drama with this Jason guy who she doesn't care about. It's like, we know you're just kind of like, oh, this is my chance to keep us in the franchise, Tim. Like, I got it from here. It's, it's, he has just, tr- the, the dress sense is still truly, truly bizarre as well. Yeah, it's just everything about him. And the, like, first episode when she comes home with the date and he, like, acts like a dad and refuses to leave and is like, I'll walk him out. And it's just like, what are you doing? What is your place here? Like, yeah. Yeah, they're they're annoying to me, and I feel is that's pretty much everyone on Single Life. Oh, Caesar, yeah. We love to see a Ukrainian dating scam on this show, but um, this is kind of just the the top hat thing was was kind of brilliant though. Oh, the top hat was one of Caesar's best moments. I love how he was like, oh, I'm doing this like matchmaker service. They're gonna take me to a party with just me and all these women, and I'll get to pick. And then he gets picked up in the in the like limo, and there's like five men in there. Yeah. Have you seen, there's a documentary about that matchmaking service, the one that he used and the one that David used. It's no, on YouTube. No, and you absolutely need to send it to me? Yeah, it's a, it's a full length, doc, it's like an hour long and it has a great twist at the end. Um, it's very enjoyable. Because you need to, it's, abs- it's so clear it's a scam. Like none of the, like the women, woman he ends up picking like barely speaks English. And he's just like, she just really got me. She really got me. And it's like. But that's why, why did, because he's not, he's not a bad looking guy. Like he has a good job. He's kind of like, I don't understand. Does he? Is wow. he? Yeah, he's all right. He's, he's all right a looking, nail technician. That's a good job, right? <laughs> I mean, as someone who likes to get my nails done, sure. Cause I wouldn't have to pay, I guess. Like in that respect, I'm like very good, but like, I'm, so, I, maybe this is controversial, but like to me, Caesar has like a weird fetish. Like it's a weird foot fetish thing for him. Yeah, possibly. And that's where I'm like, I don't know. Like, there's every, a weird thing about it. Every time he pops up, I forget that he's an alternate technician. And I'm always kind of like amused and surprised. Every right. Time. And every time he brings it up to women, he's like, so, you know, I can massage those feet, make sure your feet look so nice. And it's just like, that is okay. 
Okay. Oh, I, I have, a, have a cupboard full of my own shoes in varying sizes. Uh, got something for everyone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But I guess Caesar has found love now, or at least he's found another woman he will give money to every month for the next year. Congrats. Yeah, congrats. So do you have any other thoughts on Happily Ever After? We're, we're going to wrap it up here soon. Thank, thank you so much for joining me. I, again, you're the only person who is just there for me on 90 Day, who's like knows as much who knows the details, who knows all the people. I mean, it's a true honor to be asked. <laughs> so thank you. Angela Scammer, friend, using the word toxicity today. Oh, she using toxicity. Oh my, it was Toxi- so- to- Toxicity. Like if they don't get her on the tell-all or like somehow find a way to get her into single life next year, she needs to be the next friend who's just like brought in. Maybe get her on single life. I would watch that. We have the tell-all coming up soon. Uh, how, how do you feel about Sean Robinson? You know what? I think she's got better at it because she's kind of she she sort of like gives less of a fuck now. Yes. Uh, before she before she used to be incredibly bland, and I found her because I don't really didn't really know who she was being from over here. But she seems to have like done a lot. Um, when you Google her, and you're also kind of stunned by her, her age as well. She looks incredible. Oh, yeah. She's in, how old is she? Yeah. she, she she's in her she's late fifties like, or something. Yeah, she's like in her late fifties, maybe early sixties. She did just recently have a birthday. She was oh. on the first season of the show. I love her. Oh, great. She's improved a lot, and she kind of she's a bit more. She asks. She never didn't ask questions before, and now she does. It was a bit kind of throwaway, but I, yeah, I think she's yeah. good. And now she like gets the behind the scenes info. Like someone will be like, I haven't slept with another man in over a year. And she'll be like, then how come we found your friend who says you slept with another man in Las Vegas two weeks ago? And you're just like, yes, <laughs> get <Yes>, her. Sure. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, Scammer Friend will definitely be on the tell-all. Yeah. Any other tell-all stuff you're excited for with any of the other couples? Uh, to be honest, I mean, it's, it's going to be an Angela Colt shouting match. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, oh, no, actually, oh, no Colt, Colt's on Single Life, never mind. Um, but it's just going to be Angela kind of like yeah, yelling over everybody. I think it'll be Big Ed and Angela just yelling at each other. Oh, no, it is, isn't it? Oh, yeah. no. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, the toxicity of it all. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah. And I think, like, Bilal and Shahida will just, like, sit there quietly and just be like, these people are crazy. Yeah, they they I mean they they they're, they're incredibly tedious to watch this season. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't know. I I guess I feel like they really love each other. I feel like Shahida obviously is telling Shida I, I feel like I mix up the ex-wife and her name all the time. Right, yeah, Shida and Shida. Shida, Shida yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um yeah, I mean I think they do love each other and they've kind of like their conflict was about the lead up to getting getting married and all the weird <laughs> weird practical yeah, jokes like, his, that his entire family is in on apparently and he still does them it's so yeah. weird to me like when she's teaching the yoga class and he like starts making fart noises from his phone like are you a child why are you doing this <laughs> wait it was oh, i think i might have like been i might have missed that it was coming from his phone i thought it was someone on the skype no he literally like pulls his phone out and hides <gasps> it like behind his water bottle and then just starts doing it from the phone and she's like I don't want to be known as like the yoga instructor as a farting husband. Actually, I'm kind of into that as a, as a joke. Wow. Okay. I guess you're team Bilal then. Look, I'm British. We like fart jokes. <laughs> good point. That's a good point. I can't wait for the tell-all. I I feel like there's maybe another couple on Happy Life Ever we didn't talk about, but they're probably boring then. Oh, no. Um, um, Libby. Oh yeah, Libby Libby and Andre. And Andre. Yeah, they are boring. We nailed it on that. I, I, 
um, yeah, you've seen, so you've seen this week's when they kind of, the, the disastrous baby reveal. Yes. With the, Which, po- with the posters that look like, like somebody had blown up a giant angry note from somebody's fridge or somebody's car. Yeah. Libby and Andre, I'm sick of them. I don't want them on the show anymore, but I was happy that we got to see that Chuck and his wife make foot porn. So, Not Chuck, um, Charlie. Charlie, yes. Charlie and his wife. Yes, I did, I did enjoy, well, not enjoy is a strong word. Hmm. I did. I, I was kind of like, okay, that, of course, I, of course I'm making foot porn. Of course yeah, I like. Thanks for letting us know. I am curious about the rates. And they're uh, doing the they're doing what they used to do on the Kardashians where they talk about Charlie's drinking problem a lot when it's clearly drugs. Yeah. It's clearly that, he's like yeah. It's what they use, it's what they, use, they always used to talk about Scott Disick's drinking problem. Yeah, and it's like it's coke actually. He's it's, he it's a, yeah. clearly coke. Look at his eyes, like it is coke. But if you're out there and you have bought their foot porn, let me know what you think. I would love to hear reviews. I would love to to see if it's if it's up to standard. It looks ex- extremely amateur. It's yeah, like the shots not we saw. <laughs> I think they should have, um, maybe Caesar should review it. That would be a really good collab. I love that. Yeah. Maybe that's, maybe that's going to be the tell-all. They should just cross them over. They should just do one big tell-all for Single Life and Happily Ever After this year and just like call it a day. Since it is, as we know, an extended universe. Exactly. Below Deck is a multiverse. Oh yeah, that's it's, a multiverse. Not, not, there's, there's minor crossover, but not really. But yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, you have like Chef Adam. I think that was his name. Like he goes to a few. Yeah. Ben as well. Yeah, Ben. But, you know, I, yeah. I'm so glad you joined me today. I'm glad we got to dig into 90 Day Fiance. Thank you uh, so much for having me. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to talk to Jerry O'Connell, who also is obsessed with 90 Day after this. And he's going to share all of his crazy thoughts about Angela uh, and talk to us about Star Trek Lower Deck. So keep tuned for that. And, uh, Star Trek, Star Trek below deck. What? <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek lower deck. <laughs> oh, got it. Uh, it is. It's an animated spinoff of like the Star Trek universe. It's pretty funny. But Rory, thank you so much for joining me. My absolute pleasure. TV, I say, welcome back, listeners. We have a really fun guest today. Someone you, you've all been asking me about this show every week. It's when are you going to talk about Star Trek Lower Decks? Tell us what you think about Star Trek Lower Decks. We have so many questions. Well, guess what? I got somebody who has all the answers. Jerry O'Connell is joining me today. How are you doing? I have all the answers. <laughs> all the answers. All of them, Ashley. Every <laughs> single one of them. We're here to, to talk about Celebrate TV. We're going to get to Star Trek Lower Decks. First, I want to know, what are you watching right now? What TV you love? I love 90 Day Fiance. That's the answer I was hoping I would hear. It's just so funny. Big Ed is back. Those who don't recall, Ed is oh, yeah. uh, he's maybe the most famous 90 Day Fiance of them all. You know, yeah, easily. My kids know who he is. My kids follow him on TikTok and stuff. Yeah, he has merchandise. He's about to get married, so we see a whole new relationship with him. Okay, but do you think they're really going to get married? Do you think Liz and Ed are really going to make it down the aisle? Yeah, they seem pretty legit to me. I mean, uh, look, I always root for love in 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> like even for like Angela and Michael. Angela and Michael. For those who don't know, 90 Day Fiance. Let me just like catch everybody up to speed. Yes, please. People meet people overseas it's, it takes place in the united states and people meet people overseas they get what's called a k-1 visa where you can get engaged to someone and you have 90 days to decide whether you get married and that begins the whole green card process yeah and so they have 90 days to basically see if it's going to work out or not and it's it's about love it's about culture oh yeah um 
the American dream. It's about the American dream. I mean, there's always somebody from the States who doesn't mesh well with someone's <laughs> culture from overseas. And there's usually oh, yeah. kind of a frightening moment. I mean, if you recall uh, Zaid in the hookah lounge when his girlfriend was wearing a tank top and then oh, yeah. Zayed got angry at everyone who was looking at her in the tank top. It was there's there's just a lot of like culture, love. Will they, won't they? A lot of them make it. A lot of them make it. A lot of them do make it. There are statistics on this. A lot of the couples stay together. You know, it's really the most dramatic that don't. Another show that I'm watching right now where a lot of the couples make it, um, Married at First Sight. Oh, yeah. Love Married at First Sight. Uh, I did the Boston season. A lot of those, uh, a lot of those kids make it. Yeah. So with 90 Day listeners, Jerry and I, we're we're big fans. Okay. We did the 90 Day Fiance podcast. We are super fans. We are, you know, you could say we're we're professors in 90 Day Fiance. I think. Uh, what do you do with like all the spinoffs? Do you do single life? You know, I do the them other all. way. Uh, I do them all. You should see my DVR. It's 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 90 Day, and then all the all the spinoffs. I'm loving Single Life now. I think we were talking about it. Um. I think Ed is in the single life, and also, uh, who was the young lady who um, was from Russia? Who did? Who was Natalie? Uh, Natalie, yes. correct. She's dating. I saw she went on a date last week in Los Angeles, and there were yeah. some sparks. But um, then she's still like talking to Mike on the side. She's still technically married to him. I just hope that uh, her new boyfriend doesn't <laughs> eat processed meat on nachos. Well, that's the thing. On their date, he like ordered meat and all this alcohol and she didn't say anything. And with Mike, <laughs> that was a constant problem. And then now she's just like, look, I've been married three times. I just got to find love. When they went on that swan boat paddle boat date at Echo <sighs> Park or wherever they were, I was yeah. like, God, if they had, I was sitting next to my wife and I was like, if he takes her to a waterfall, it's going to blow her mind. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I want to see the waterfall. And he's just like, okay. Please take me to a waterfall, please. I just want to go to the waterfall. To the water. And then, oh, by the yeah. way, we went to the waterfall and Natalie was correct. It was a cool waterfall. It was a cool waterfall. You know, Natalie, I to me, she's one of 90 Day's best villains. I do. Think she's, she's not a, a villain. villain. Come on. Oh, your, te- your team, Natalie? I'm she's on my side. She's not a villain. Hey, so who knows? All is fair in love and war. Nobody knows that these kids can make it. You know, it was a lot to ask someone to come from Russia to <laughs> squim. Yeah. Squim. squim. Yeah. Yeah. That's see, that's you know the thing. You know the knowledge. Squim Washington. Um, it, I, OK, that is true. But also she just left him and went to Miami. She wasn't like, oh, let's separate. Let's do-. no. She just was like, peace. I'm gone. I'm dating. other Natalie people. wasn't going to work out in squim. That wasn't going to happen. It I think wasn't. there is somebody for Mike. I, I I hope we see him again. Listen, I'll tell you, I even like Pillow Talk. I, I love Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk gets me to like a lot of the people I didn't initially like. Sometimes I'm like, they're a little annoying, uh, you know, people's brothers. And then I watch Pillow Talk and I'm like, OK, you're funny. Like that got me yeah. to like Tim. And I Veronica. thought that reunion was uh, pretty intense. Um, I forget the young man's name from South Dakota um, or from uh, Jabri. Jabri, I thought was yeah. very aggressive. We very that's aggressive. something we don't typically see on uh, on Ninety Day Fiance. That's something we see more in Housewives franchises. Yeah, see, and he know? was just attacking and, um, people. It was uh, it was aggressive. Listen, if he wants to make a mark, he did a good job. You know what I'm saying? I do like them as a couple. They are fun to look at, and um, <laughs> they're interesting. You know? Yeah, I feel like they're gonna make it, and but he just. When he just turned to Ari and Benny and was like, you're not going to make it. I mean, do I agree? Yes, but you don't have to say that. 
when he was saying all that stuff about uh, Ari raining on his parade, it was so aggressive. And at first I was a little taken aback because, again, it's something you typically see in a real housewives reunion. Yeah. You know, or I mean, if you really want to get deep, it's typically aggression. You see um, in uh, uh, Jocelyn's cabaret. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It took me a second to uh, get used to it. And then um, I wasn't disagreeing with stuff he was saying. Oh, no, I absolutely agreed with him, which just made it kind of worse because I was like, you could say this in a nice way and be like, Ari, you're not very supportive. Ari, you clearly have insecurities and jealousy. And then the whole thing with her bringing her like ex-husband around. Yeah, I would have brought that up. It was interesting. But I do like them as a couple. Jabri and Miona. Love them. I was on Miona's side. Like when his mom was yelling at her about her outfits, I was just like, leave Miona alone. Let Miona wear her tank tops and crop tops. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see that kid who lived on the farm who the Russian girl. Uh, uh, Brandon uh, and Brandon. Julia. Yeah, I'd love to see how oh, they're yeah. holding. Uh, they did do a 90 day update on their parents. Uh, so his parents are living the life on the farm ever since Brandon left. They got like RVs and stuff. They got like motorcycles. They're driving around. They're pretty entertaining. <laughs> oh, gosh. Remember, they weren't allowed to sleep in the same room. Yeah. Oh, and then the mom was like, you can't sleep in the same room, but no. if you're going to use the hot tub, you both need to be naked. No, you can't do that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Remember, they were so upset by so many things. It's so funny. Yeah, it really resonates with me. I was a real mama's boy when I met my wife and uh, had to go to the couple's therapy about it, actually. And um, all those storylines really touched me mm. in a in a sensitive place, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's ve- that sounds very, like, you know, Colt and Deb. Like, he, you can tell Colt is in therapy, like, dealing with his mom issues. A lot of us are, you know? I mean, <laughs> I'm not allowed to... Hey, me stones. too, Colt. Me too. I can't... <laughs> but I did love when he went to confront her. He was clearly using his therapy language. He was just like, Mom, that's not a healthy dynamic, you know? <laughs> And I was like, you go, Colt. This is this is progress for you. Yeah. So I like 90 Day Fiance. I love maps. They're on a lot in our household. We're always below deck fans. Oh, love below deck. Do you mostly do reality or do you do any of the kind of, you know, like golden age, high drama, prestige TV? Don't we mostly just do reality? <laughs> I know. I love I'm that. I'm not yeah. supposed to say that. <laughs> no. I know I'm not supposed <laughs> to say that. I know I'm supposed to be like, yeah, we watch downton abbey yeah. <laughs> yeah, i so mean cool. i've watched downton abbey i've watched it we watch reality tv i don't know what to tell you yeah hey me too i everyone's like what about the gilded age and i'm like i'm watching 90 day uk that's basically like the gilded age have you been watching 90 day uk no i didn't even know it was a thing oh come on it's it's only in the discovery plus app but it looks oh, at people who yeah. want to marry people in england and it is amazing. It's it reminds me of early 90 Day Fiance. Like people, you know, aren't. Well, jaded I wonder what yet. happened to that couple. Remember that young lady with the kid uh, was in love with the guy who, like, you found out he was like violent and like got to fight. Yeah, and he had like a whole record and stuff. Yeah, I don't know whatever happened to them. I think they stopped like doing the show. Yeah, that was crazy. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. 
The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. TV, I We've talked about 90 Day. I know the TV club fans are like, please just get to Star Trek. Yeah, let's get to Star Trek. Sorry. (laughs) Let's get to Star Trek Lower Decks now. I am loving this new season. How's it been? Third season? Everyone's it's it just keeps getting stronger and stronger ratings. I like the last season yeah. I got a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. This one is like going for an A right now. How does it feel? It's so great. You know, um because the world is opened up again, we're starting to do conventions. Yeah. We all go out, we've been seeing each other. Do you hit the conventions with your wife? Do you and Rebecca like, because I know she's in the Star Trek family. I hit one convention with my wife. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Loved it. It was my first first convention. I, I, I've only done one. I did one in Chicago. Um, I did one in Chicago. My wife just did one in Vegas. And did you two dress up? It. Did you go all the way out? Like I dressed up. I okay. dressed up. You know what's funny? I dressed up at the convention and it wasn't received as well as I thought it was. And what? I'll tell you, I went to Mission Chicago and I dressed up. I cosplayed, by the way, in like a good uniform, not like a cheap one that you order through uh, like a discount. This isn't a party city costume. No, 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 no. It was a back. It's what background actors wear on Picard. OK. OK. So it was a real legit Starfleet uniform. And people don't want to see the actors in cosplay. <laughs> people are there to be in cosplay. I'm supposed to be dressed in civilian clothes. And this is their time to be in costume. So it didn't okay. go over as well as I thought. So I'm probably I'm probably not going to dress up again wow. at, a, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a convention. At a con. That's surprising to me. I would have thought like, oh, I want to see my actors dressed up. You know, that's I thought the same exact thing. I thought but... people were going to be like, dude, thank you. Yes. Finally, commitment. But you know yeah. what? It's it's not my time to dress up in that outfit. It's um it's everyone who's who who bought a ticket's time. Yeah, and that that is that kind of ties in with a question we got from one of our TV club Patreon fans who was like, I have so many questions about the show. She was like, the fan base of Star Trek is so intense, kind of scary. How does it feel? You know, they are so particular about things. It isn't scary at all. It's a club. It's a group. It's a fellowship. I feel like Lower Decks is kind of the the most inclusive and funny and kind of welcoming part of that club. You know, the the barrier for for entry to get into the show is pretty easy. It's so funny. It's engaging. There's yeah. something for like kids and adults. It's a little different from any Star Trek show because a majority of it doesn't take place on the bridge. Yeah. Uh, but all of Star Trek is is inclusive. It it really is. It's really fun too because my wife is on strange new worlds and i'm on lower decks so it's sort of uh it's a household it's really special 
It's really yeah. an honor. Jack Ransom, he's he's a fun character. How does how does that how is that connection? I yeah, he's he's cocky. He I definitely think he thinks he's the best. It's fun <laughs> because you get to um do and say things. It's not who I am. So it's fun to play that. I love the character. I think uh, a lot of the viewers they they had questions about them like where is he going this season without giving us any spoilers? Yeah. Uh, where are we where are we going to see Jack head? You know, I have a lot of stuff with uh Tony this season and I love it. I can't get enough stuff. Everything Tawny does makes me laugh. Everything. That dynamic is so fun to me. I just love the way she pushes against him. (laughs) It's really fun for anyone who's ever had a job. I can't wait to see where it goes. The next question we had, uh, who are some people you would like to see come join the Lower Decks universe from either the larger Star Trek worlds? Any callbacks. The ones that really crack me up are the ones I don't understand or know anything about. And then to have Mike McMahon, our boss, just go, oh, hey, this is from an episode of Deep Space Nine. Yeah, <laughs> It's a little random, but we're hoping that people get it. And then because of Reddit, Twitter, I'm able to see where jokes really land, where references really yeah. land. That's what Lower Decks is. I mean, Lower Decks is a place to track humor. You know, this is it. Yeah, and we have uh, we have a lot of stuff to pull from. And if you've been looking at the, you know, Twitter, what the fans want, it seems like there is one big reunion that they would like to happen on the show between you and Will Wheaton, who is in the Star Trek universe. And I know you two had a just really touching moment on the talk this year where you were able to kind of come together and just connect again. Are we going to get Will? I remember when I first got this job, I immediately went online and looked up timelines. I think it could happen with any Next Generationers, and I'm sorry if I'm getting this wrong, I think it could happen. Okay. Uh, My character, Ransom, is significantly younger than Una, my wife's character in Strange New Worlds. So Una, I mean, would be way old ransom ever that that seems to be who the fans want i i was reading so many theories people who were just writing whole stories of like how they could get wesley will's character into the show people who were like well if they did this and jumped to this time period so like i said the fans are dedicated yeah it'd be so fun i love what will does with that uh ready room though he does such a good job yeah he does such a good job he's so good at it it's just um it's so great it's so helpful too with like content that we have you know you need you need the ready room and uh, it's um, he does such a good job. And our last uh, Patreon fan question, uh, they wanted to know how you found the voice for Jack and what it was like getting into animation. You know, I'm fortunate enough to have a boss like Mike McMahon, who is the creator of Lower Decks. How do I find the voice for Jack Ransom? I do like to like work out before I go voice him. I'm not even joking when I say this. I like to, uh, this is going to sound so shallow. I like to do like a chest workout and I like to go in there and like, make sure I'm like pumped. It starts from there. Someone who just like walks just a little taller than they actually are. You know, it starts from, and I, I sort of get into it a couple days before leading up, before I go into the booth, I just sort of, uh, I do everything with a smirk a little bit. Like, uh, I have knowledge that, uh, Nobody else has. I feel like I can hear you getting pumped for it right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And it starts there. Someone who has an air of superiority. Because I feel like he always seems like he just finished like busting out like 10 push-ups and was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Remember how like Joaquin Phoenix couldn't get out of playing the Joker? It was like psychologically, it like really like messed with him. 
Yeah. I think playing Jack Ransom has really made me much more confident in my life. (laughs) (laughs) You're going home to your wife like, oh. (laughs) So it comes from there. But again, you can't just play that in a one dimensional manner because that's not fun and it's not interesting and it's not vulnerable, you know. So I do look for vulnerability. And that is above all, Jack Ransom lives for Starfleet. He lives for it. And I know, you know, usually, at least these days, animation's very solo. You know, most people just have like a booth in their house these days. They do it by themselves. Do you get to spend a lot of time with like the cast? I spend a lot of time with them. I hang out with Don Lewis. I went to Don Lewis's birthday. I see Tawny all the time. I see Jack a bunch. I see um, Eugene I haven't seen. He's been pretty busy. I see Noel. I see Mike McMahon a lot. A lot of the writers I hang out with. Yeah, no, I'm, we're, we're, we're pretty social. And again, you know what? The cons are a real reason for us to get together. They're really fun. A lot of people go to those cons and Star Trek days and there's, there's a bunch of events these days. Yeah. And, you know, next time, just don't dress up. Now, you know, (laughs) I'm not doing that anymore. Nobody liked it. Yeah. No, nobody liked that. (laughs) They said this isn't your time. This is our time. Star Trek Lower Decks currently airing on Paramount Plus third season. It is so, so good. Uh, Ten episodes this season. It's ending in October. Go watch all of it if you haven't yet. Uh, Thank you so much for answering our questions talking to me about 90 day fiance and maps and maps i want to say you know where can the people find you you know where to follow you know where to follow jerry o'connell you know what i've been uh, i'm actually pr- been pretty active on yelp i've been leaving reviews for people <laughs> and restaurants uh, but you know what i have a thing i don't leave negative uh negative reviews i only leave positive reviews i love that jerry o'connell's positive yelp reviews yeah follow me on yelp yeah follow him on yelp thank you so much for joining us if you have any 90 day predictions you want to get out big ed will get married that's gonna be our big bet you're you think big ed's gonna make it i don't think they're gonna make it down the aisle we're gonna see big ed's gonna make it and i love his uh fiance i feel like they've broken up so many times they fight every other day i think they're gonna be okay people fight. I'm going to embrace that Jerry O'Connell positivity. I'm going to believe in love. I like it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Like I said, Star Trek Lower Decks. Go watch it. See ya. What an amazing 90 Day Fiancé extravaganza. 90 Day Hooray. Well, like I said, I'm going to give you a little homework. I want to thank my wonderful guest, Rory Jerry O'Connell. Like, I'm, I'm just obsessed with the 90 Day Universe. This was, you know, an in-depth look. Hey, if you are just getting into 90 Day, go check out the first season of this podcast because I've interviewed a few people from the show. Sean Robinson, Annie, and David. You're going to enjoy it. You know that I got the 90 Day Fiancé content for you. So... That's part of your homework. Catch up on this current season so you're ready for the tell-all. Other than that, join me for White Lotus Season 2. We are loving it because it has Sutton from the bold type, who we'd simply call Sutton from the bold type, because we love her. If you didn't watch the bold type, that's another one you need to watch. But Sutton was my girl. So watching White Lotus 2, I'm just like, Sutton from the bold type is killing it. But you know, bold ones know. Bold ones know. Also, like we talked about at the beginning, The Vow Part 2, this 10-episode series, looking at this cult, and this Part 2 does seem largely unnecessary and just seems to want to give some credence to Nancy and Keith and is just keeping very dangerous cult members relevant, Uh, but you can go to my Twitter and catch up on that beef. (laughs) Uh, We also have the Atlanta finale this week. 
If you haven't watched this new season, it is incredible. I think it is just one of the best they've ever done. They're going out on such a beautiful note. Make sure you are all caught up so you're ready for the finale. Abbott Elementary. This new season has been so amazing. I like. I feel like I don't need to tell you to watch Abbott Elementary, but I'm going to tell you because we're going to have some, you know, maybe some special guests from Abbott Elementary joining us on some future episodes. So watch the episodes. Be ready. Uh, and also Home Economics. Home Economics on ABC. I have been fighting for this show to get, you know, the viewership up, get people talking about it. It finally this season got that Abbott Elementary lead in. So people are like, oh, I'll watch Abbott. And then they're, you know, realizing Home, home Economics is so funny. But, you know, I love a family sitcom. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Home Economics, we might we might have some people from that show joining us, too. And finally, Documentary Now, season four. We are five episodes in. This show is very hard to find. It is on IFC, but you can't like watch it on IFC unless you have cable. But you can watch it on Apple TV if you pay for AMC+. Plus confusing i know ifc amc yeah but it is worth it it is worth paying the like eight dollars to to apple for the amc thing to watch this show if you want to do it on a one-week trial wait for the season to be over but they have just been knocking it out you know it's a premise that you think would be hard to pull off for four seasons you know parodies of famous documentaries maybe for me as a nerd there are tons of of famous documentaries i could name but here they are really like going back and just finding the strangest like british documentaries just really different things to create these hilarious narratives um the last episode was uh my monkey grifter which was a play on my octopus teacher which uh, won an oscar and it's just perfectly done i don't even want to spoil it for you um I'll just say the the star of it is one of my favorite comedic actors. If you're a fan of Stathlet's Flats uh, on HBO Max, which I'm hoping it's still on HBO Max and they haven't taken that amazing show off, but if they have, it's on the BBC, uh, you're really going to like this newest episode of Documentary Now. So that that's your homework. Keeping it real brief today. Uh, you know, also, go watch Star Trek Lord X. Go watch, you know, go watch that any day. Again, I, I want to thank my amazing guests. Yeah, and, and feel free to, to hit me up. Tweet at me. Let me know your TV opinions. Shoot us a message. You know, hit me up on Instagram, TVISAPod. Let us know what you're watching. What are you enjoying? I want to hear from you because you're TV Club and I love you. Or, you know, hit up the Patreon. Hit on my Twitter. I'm here for you, TV Club. I'm here for you. What do, what do you want me to talk about? Enough of you have been begging me to watch The Mole that I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay, and also we have the Love is Blind finale this week. We're going to be doing a whole in-depth thing with Love is Blind in this current season. So don't even worry about it. Like, come on, you know, I need like an hour to talk about this season of Love is Blind. So we're going to get there. We're going to get there. (laughs) But thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. TV I say with Ashley Ray. Another episode, another episode TV I Say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me, Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Sam Kiefer and produced by Amelia Chapelo. And our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. And you can also find my full archive ad-free episodes of TV I Say over over on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code TVISAY, all one word, for a one-month free trial at stitcher.com slash premium.